You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. Like the man said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. We're back for another day. Man, I'm telling you what, there is so much going on right now. I'm sitting here getting ready for the day, and I'm changing my materials as I go. It's just been something else. But uh, as always, Copper is running the board. Good day to you, Miss Copper. Good day. How are you? I am well enough. I'm well, that's my <laughs> usual response. I'm well enough. Um, fair, but, fair. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm fair. I'm fair to Midland, but no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm doing real good. Uh, hey, we got uh, we got stuff to talk about today that um, some of which I'm going to have to thread the needle on, like this whole thing with Simone Biles in the Olympics. I mean, I got questions. I got concerns. I got opinions. But at the same time, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to beat her up. But then we got also issues like uh, what happened with that January 6th commission yesterday. And then we got things like uh, right here at home, uh, mask mandates, school systems, what schools are doing it, what school systems are about to do it. Uh, I'll be bringing that to you here in a little while. And then we got just in terms of Alabama politics, have, are you aware of how much could be changing again this election cycle? Last election cycle, we changed a third of the state legislature all at one time. Uh, this time, there are quite a few of the North Alabama Huntsville area listening WVNN delegation group that uh, may not be running again. Some of which have already announced they won't run. I'll, I'll lay that out for you, too. But we got, we got plenty to cover. I got some guests coming on. State Senator Clay Schofield uh, is coming on. He represents part of Madison County. He hails from Marshall County area. And then at 3.30, I've also got uh, Attorney Eric Johnston. He's with the Alabama Pro-Life Coalition. It's going to be interesting for you to hear what is actually happening that could impact Roe v. Wade, believe it or not, in the Supreme Court of the United States. It's considered to be the most landmark pro-life case uh, in, in over three decades. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens as they take up arguments on that next month. Uh, and he'll unpack that for us a little bit and give us the read on it. But listen, um, I was thinking about, you know, starting off with the right side way today and what I would say. And, and, and I got to tell you, as, as I was pursuing this, uh, some thoughts came to my mind early this morning. It was one of those days uh, I literally woke up at four uh, and I've been up since. So some, about halfway through the show, I'll be getting a cup of coffee here in the studio studio. But uh, the, the, the end result is... A lot of thoughts running through my head this morning, and, and I'm watching things happen around the state. And I, I got to ask you, as you're listening to this right now, have you ever talked with someone who was sharing your opinion about something? Y'all were discussing that thing you wish was different or something that some politician had said or whatever. And the person says to you, well, if I wasn't so busy, I'd do it. Or, you know, like someone needs to run for that office, but I've got to stay focused on my business. Or... I wish someone would do that important thing or speak to that school board or make that public statement or help that person in need. But, you know, if I do it, it might not look good or feel good or could have an impact on my job or whatever. Well, you know what? All of that is potentially true. You could get involved and it might cost you something. It might be uncomfortable. It just might. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat this. The reality is sometimes getting involved does require some measure of sacrifice so let's just be honest about that right up front. But you know what? We don't build statues to people who never tried. History is not changed for the better by folks who just go along to get along. As I was putting my thoughts together today, I was reminded of a guy in history named Maurice who chose to give it all. 
back up here, I'm an infantry officer, all right? So in my time in service, uh, I'm proud to say that I, I served as an infantry officer. I had a chance to lead troops. Infantry is the backbone of the Army, by the way. You may have a differing opinion, but I feel like the infantry is the queen of battle, like they say. And a few years before I retired, I was inducted into what's called the Order of St. Maurice. It's a special recognition. It comes with a large bronze medallion that hangs on a wide sky blue and yellow ribbon. I'm looking at it right now. It's hanging up in a, in a display case here in my uh, studio office. And when I found out I was going to be inducted into the Order of St. Maurice, I looked up the history of St. Maurice. Who was this guy? Well, Maurice uh, was an Egyptian, born in somewhere around A.D. 250 in the city of Thebes, an ancient city in Egypt. He was brought up in the region of Thebes, and he became a Roman soldier. He was gradually promoted until he became a commander of the Theban Legion. I mean, and that, what that basically means is he was the commander of a thousand men. He was also an acknowledged Christian at a time when Christianity was considered to be a threat to the Roman Empire. Well, the Theban Legion that Maurice commanded, it was entirely composed of Christians. And in roughly A.D. 275-ish, they were called into battle by Emperor Maximian, to help quell a revolt in what is now Switzerland. And before going into battle, they were ordered to offer sacrifices to pagan Roman gods to pay homage to the emperor, and then they had orders thereafter to destroy every man, woman, and child in a remote corner of what is now the Swiss Alps. All of those men, women, and children were identified as Christians. And now Maurice, he did pledge his men's military allegiance to Rome, but he stated at the time that service to God superseded all else and to engage in a wanton slaughter was inconceivable to Christian soldiers, and he and his men refused to worship Roman gods, so they withdrew from the battlefield. And Emperor Maximian was enraged. He ordered the unit to be punished. Maximian had every tenth soldier killed, lined them up in formation, and every tenth soldier was executed. This was an actual military punishment they called decimation. And then more orders followed, and the men still refused compliance as led by Maurice, and a second decimation was ordered. And in response to Maurice and the Theban Christians' refusal to violate their faith and to attack fellow Christians, Maximian eventually ordered all the remaining members of the legion to be executed. All 1,000 men of Maurice's Christian Theban legion were executed. And to this day, that location is still known as St. Maurice in Switzerland. And in that village stands a church that has been there for over 1,500 years called the Abbey of St. Maurice. Now, I tell you this story because it struck me as one of those instances when someone had the opportunity to take the easy road, but by their example, they led others down a more narrow path, one that did have an extreme sacrifice attached to it. Now, listen, the majority of things that we talk about here on the show, they do not require the ultimate sacrifice. Going and speaking at a school board meeting or getting involved in a local political campaign or running for office, those things don't typically come at the cost of your life. But you never know the full impact of your actions. Like for Maurice, instance, what would history have been like if they had just simply decided to go along to get along? Well, in an audience the size of what we have here at Right Side Radio, it's reasonable for me to believe that someone out there in this listening audience has been wrestling with whether or not to make a statement or to run for an office or start a petition or get behind a candidate, go out and knock on doors, or go to a school board meeting and ask to be given the right to speak. But maybe you're also concerned that someone could think badly of you, or your voice won't matter, or that no one will listen, or that someone may post something mean about you on Facebook, or you know, someone may buy less of your goods or services at your business, or it may take some of your time. Yes, all of that is possible. I'm not going to kid you. It may cost you something. 
but it may also surprise you and be far more meaningful than you could have ever imagined. You might galvanize a legion of others. I mean, our founding fathers, they pledged, quote, their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to one another. And several of them paid dearly for it. One of my own ancestors, according to my uncle's genealogy work, was Arthur Middleton. He was a member of the Continental Congress and a signer of the Declaration of Independence. And he was captured by the British and spent time in a prisoner of war camp for the latter part of the Revolutionary War. Now, what would have happened if our founders had not had a spirit of sacrifice? Well, I'll tell you what would have happened. We'd all have British accents right now. I mean, I'm watching right now in my bubble. I'm watching a group of citizens here in Gadsden, Alabama, who are taking a stand against city officials who have been just totally disregarding their concerns and who could no longer look aside from it and had to address them finally. I'm watching a group of parents in Mountain Brook who said no to critical race theory in their schools. I'm watching a group of concerned citizens down on the coast who said we don't want a toll bridge and they got that project killed. It happens all the time. Second Samuel 24, 24, a book in the Bible, King David wanted to pray for his people. He felt led to have to build an altar on a certain piece of land and petition God on behalf of the people. The land he chose was owned by a simple farmer. And that farmer offered it to him for free. David's reply is in 2 Samuel 24, 24. David replied, he would only make use of it if he could pay the man for a fair value because he said, I will not offer to God that which cost me nothing. Listen, we need folks who are willing to take a stand. We need folks who will lead by their example. We need folks who will stop counting the cost all the time and commit to the victory. We need folks who will refuse to just go along to get along. Call them right-side ruffians, call them patriots, call them just good old ordinary everyday folks who will stand up and say, not on my watch. People like that are needed for such a time as this. You might just galvanize an entire legion to follow you. And that's a wrap for the Right Side Way. Well, yeah, that gave you a flavor for the show. Uh, we, got, we got plenty more where that came from. I got guest callers coming in. I'm going to open the phones for you later on. I'm going to tell you who to expect to run or not run for office in your local uh, state Senate and state House delegations. We'll talk about some issues that are in the news that are outside of Alabama and a lot of them that are in. Plenty more to do, and we're going to cover every bit of it with your help. Right here on News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. This is Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, just plain right. We'll be right back. 